moment to minister on the subject of prosperity just for a few moments. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, no soft, no soft music. Thank you. All right, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 21 through 23, it says this. Therefore, let no one boast in men, for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death, and the things present, things to come, all are yours. And you are Christ's, and Christ is God. The title of what I want to share with you for this moment Your seed stakes your claim. Say that out loud. Your seed stakes your claim. Now, over the past uh, four weeks, we've been talking about remember all your offerings. And I just want to do a quick review. If you've got notes, this would be good to write down or maybe you could put it in your cell phone to remember it. Um, Psalms 20 stanza 3 says, that in, in the Young's literal translation, it says that God does remember all your offerings. How many of y'all believe that? I mean, every offering you've given uh, from the time that you were a child in children's church, if he knows the number of hair that are on your head, how many of y'all know he knows every penny you've ever given? Whether you've crumpled up $2 and put it in the offering or whether you've given $2,000 uh, and, and wrote it on the envelope whether you used an envelope or not, whether you get a giving statement at the end of the year or not, God does remember all your offerings. That's the first thing that we learned. Well, of course God remembers everything, right? Well, actually, no, he doesn't. The Bible says in Isaiah 43, 25, he says, I even I am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins. Let the church say amen. How many of y'all are thankful that God does not remember everything? Amen. I said, how many of y'all are thankful God does not remember everything? Well, the Bible tells us clearly that he doesn't remember all of our sins, but he does remember all of our offerings. He doesn't remember any of our sins. Praise God. Uh, he chooses to forget our sins. But the question is not if God remembers. The question is, should we remember all our offerings? Yes, we should. So the second thing we learned is that we should remember all our offerings. So write that down. Number one, God does remember all our offerings. Number two, we should remember all our offerings. That's why you should always, when you give to ministries, put it on an envelope so you can get a giving statement. You know, so you don't have to keep all of that figure. You know, you can get that at the end of the year. Amen. Find a way that if you bless somebody on the street or, you know, give to somebody outside of a, a, a 501c3 organization, that you'll have some kind of record of it. The question was, should we remember all of our offerings? Absolutely, yes. If it's important enough for God to remember, how many of y'all know it's important enough for us to remember? Actually, it's irresponsible and poor stewardship if we don't remember our offerings. 
I'll say that again. It's irresponsible and actually poor stewardship to give but not remember. We use the farmer as an example. Is it important for a farmer to remember how much seed he has sown? Yeah, it should, it's important for a farmer to remember where he sowed the seed. If you sow a seed and forgot where you sowed it, how are you going to reap the harvest from it? Come on, in other words, if you've given and don't remember where you gave or what you gave or how you gave or when you gave, how do you know the right time to go get the harvest from it? Praise God. This is excellent teaching, and you can go back online and be refreshed of all of this. Of course, another thing we learned was that we should make note of our sowing to income ratio. Number three, our sowing and income or sowing to income ratio is important to God. You say, well, how do you say that? Well, well the Lord knows your sowing to income ratio. He knows if you earn $100,000. First of all, that $100,000 a year that you earn he moved upon you, your life, the anointing on your life, your abilities. He gave you the education, the opportunity. He opened up that door for you to have that salary or that amount of income. I got one good amen. Thank you. I appreciate you helping me today. Amen. Well, if he knows you earn or, or have $100,000 that comes into your family, he also knows all of what you give. So does God know your sowing to income ratio? Absolutely, yes. We actually took time last week to study that. The Lord takes note. Where do you get that from? Well, you remember in Mark chapter 12 and verse 41, Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury and many who were rich put in much. It goes on to tell that there was a woman who put in just two mites and it was everything that she had. She gave 100% of what she had and those that were rich, the Lord knowing all things, knew that they, out of their abundance, put in a big offering but in comparison, come on, this one gave more than that one. So it's not the amount that matters, we learned that it's the percentage that matters. So if you're learning this, if you want to come up to a higher level as you go into the new year, it's important for you to learn to track your sowing to income ratio. Does it matter? Yes. Thank you so much. So the percentage matters to God. You can do what you choose. There's no preset percentage that you have to give to God. Under the Old Testament, under the law of Moses, God commanded the children of Israel to give him 10% and above that to give him offerings. Because of the, the grace of our Lord Jesus, we no longer are under the command to tithe, but we can, out of the love from our hearts, choose to tithe. Like Abraham did before there was a law. Like Jacob did before there was a law and a person who chooses to tithe, they automatically are designating 10% of their annual income unto the Lord. Now, if you're a person that does that, and you should be, because Jesus said you ought to tithe. He didn't command you to tithe, but he said in the book of Luke that you ought to tithe. Amen. 
Well, if you would heed the wisdom of your Lord, then you should get yourself to the place where you're at least at 11%. You say, well, wait a minute, Pastor Stan, I thought it was 10% of tithe. Yeah, you want tithes and offerings, amen? Come on, in the records of heaven, how many of y'all want tithes and offerings on the record? Amen. And so it is, if you choose to, you don't have to. In the New Testament, he says, he which sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He who sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. How do we know what's sparingly? Well, it depends upon the percentage. If I make a million dollars a year and only give to the church $1,000 or $4,000, even though that may be a tithe of somebody who makes $40,000, that's a drop in the bucket. It's, it could be even offensive to the Lord as an act of dishonor. Big in your mind that you gave $4,000 to charitable organizations, but you make a million. And you wouldn't have that if it weren't for the Lord. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you're receiving this or not, but I do know what the word says. Amen? Amen. Well, let's keep going. So number four uh, that I want you to write down. How do you know when you've sown enough? That is a very important question. How do you know? When you've sown enough, the quick answer is when the Lord says it's enough, it's enough. The long answer depends on the harvest that you want to reap. If you need a three million dollar harvest, then you need to sow seed that's relative to a three million dollar harvest. We need a $10 million harvest. $10,000 is not going to cut it. 30-fold harvest on $10,000 is $300,000. How many of y'all know that puts us at about $700,000 short? Well, maybe y'all need to do so. You have to do some calculation. Come on. In the kingdom, seeds can produce. I mean, when they're sown in good ground, as commanded by the Lord, they can produce some 30, some 60, some 100 times what is sown. How do you know when you've sown enough? The quick answer is, when the Lord says it's enough, it's enough. Right now, we're going through the process of believing God for our own buildings. Amen. We need millions of dollars to come in. Amen. Amen. Well, the best way to go about it is sowing seed and believing God. Amen. Rather than trying to save and have uh, uh, raffles and 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 chicken dinners and, you know, uh, garage sales and things, you know, that you could try to earn income. And do. how about sow some seed and follow the kingdom of heaven principles? Praise God. Amen. Is this good? I know. If it, I know this is good. Amen. So how do you know when you've sown enough? And so write that down. The fourth thing that we've learned is that it's important to know when you've sown enough. Amen. Now, are you ready to learn something new today? All right. Um, the fifth thing I, I want to teach you is that your seed, when you sow, it stakes your claim. I don't know if I'll be able to finish it all today, uh, but at least let me get started. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, I was reading my chapter this week, and uh, man, I literally had to stop. I had something else prepared that I want to share about uh, prosperity, and I literally had to stop and reread this because I was reading it in the New Living Translation. Look at this. He says, 
So don't boast about following a particular human leader. For everything belongs to you. Say that out, out loud. Everything belongs to you. He says, whether Paul or Apollos or Peter, the world belongs to you. Life belongs to you. Death belongs to you. The present belongs to you. And the future belongs to you. Everything belongs to you. Say that out loud. Everything belongs to you. And you belong to Christ. And Christ belongs to God. Can I teach you something new today? Now, this is phenomenal. In the New American Standard Bible, verse 21 says, So then let no one boast in men, for all things belong to you. The New, New English translation says, So then no more boasting about mere mortals, for everything belongs to you. The reason why I look at those other translations is because there is evidently something being said here because in my mind, you know, there's things that I don't have manifested presently. But what this world says, what, but this, what, what this word from God says is that everything already belongs to me. What if we believe this word? This takes a moment to receive. And listen, when you wrap your heart around this, then you'll realize that new car that my family needs already belongs to me. That new house that my family needs already belongs to me. That new job, that new promotion, that next level, it all, I don't have to ask God for it. Hey, this word says it already belongs to me. Say it out loud. Everything belongs to me. Man, this is big. I don't have time to really get it out, so we'll come back to it. We recently learned from God about prosperity. The first step we learned is to claim what we need. Then to tell the devil to take his hands off of it. And then, lastly, to tell the angels of God to go and to cause it to come. How many of y'all remember that? Amen. So, so watch. The first step is claiming what you want or need. When you claim something, you're saying, that belongs to me. Come on, y'all help me now. Listen, when, when you check in that mink coat at the, at the opera, you know, and you get that little claim ticket, you, well, uh, when you check in that leather coat at the opera, and you, well, when you check in your coat at the opera, <laughs> come on, well, y'all animal activists, come on. So when you check in that coat at the opera and your husband's parking the car, you know, and so forth, and you all go in and you enjoy it. And then your husband says, well, let me go get, let me go get the car and I'll bring it around. Here's your claim ticket for your coat. Come on, listen, they best produce the coat. Why? Because the coat, oh, y'all preaching to me today. How, how do you know that that mink coat, leather coat, cloth coat, whatever coat, how many of you all know that that, that claim ticket is your ticket that says that coat belongs to me? You can't give what belongs to me to somebody else. Ooh, when you wrap your heart around this, then all of a sudden when I make a statement that your seed stakes your claim, it registers so much more significantly. We'll have to pick up, to pick up on this later. 
Um, say it out loud. It belongs to me. Uh, so I'm out of time and um, I've got more on this. Do you all mind if I, I share a little bit about this next week? A couple people? A few more people. Anybody on this side? Yeah? I'm going to say. So I just want you to meditate between this. You can play something softly for me. Uh, I just want you to meditate this week into next week um, that everything belongs to me. My healing belongs to me. You know, you're addicted to nicotine. Deliverance. Belongs to you. You don't have to be bound. No, your freedom belongs to you. Hey, your children, yeah, the ones that are doing drugs, they belong to you. So when you tell the devil to take his hands off your children, they belong to you. And so it is with everything you want and everything you need. It takes some time to wrap your heart around this truth. Amen? Amen. Well, let me give you a good report. How many of y'all thank, thank God for that word? <clears throat> Amen. Praise God. Let me give you a good report. Of course, for those of you that might be new here or online, um, we have started the process of believing God for our own building, our own facilities, so we don't have to set up and break down. And we're starting by sowing. We're not starting by savings. We do not have a building fund. We have not started a building fund effort in order to build our buildings. I'll let you know when that comes. But we do have a seed fund project going on. We recently, in October, sold out of our account. We emptied one of the accounts. And we sold, for the first time ever, a $10,000 seed into Faith Life International to support other ministries that were terribly impacted uh, during the pandemic. Uh, Faith Life International is a ministry. They, they're full. They have abundance. All of their buildings are paid for and debt free. But they are in contact with individuals who uh, have churches that really suffer badly and poorly. And so we've got some good seed in the ground already. But coming up on December 13th, we are believing that we receive no less than $10,000. Amen. And we're excited about it. We will be sowing a $10,000 seed right here in our own community into the Distinction Church International on Barker Cypress. They have no idea who we are. Amen. I don't know the pastor. I just happen to be driving by and I've watched for two years how they've endeavored to believe God for their own building. How many of y'all believe that's good ground? Come on. And that $10,000 seed, according to the word of God, will come back to us in the same measure we meet. With all, it'll be measured back to us again. Amen. That means there are going to be individuals and other churches by the rate of $10,000 a pop will sow into it. I want to be one of those individuals that give $10,000 to Faith Family Church for our own building. Come on. I said, come on. Hey, when you reach, when your sowing reaches a new level, your reaping reaches a new level. Glory to God. Amen. So we're stirring ourselves up and getting really excited about that. Amen. Can I pray a prayer of blessing over you as we get ready to give our tithes and offerings? Would you stand up on your feet? <clears throat> Thank you so much. I want to pray this over you. For those of you that are online, if you're giving, by text to give. If you gave last week or if you gave and are giving, oh, I missed something. Oh, you all sit down. I'm sorry. 
Um, y'all want a good report on where we where we stand already on it? I'm shocked, right? I thought everybody would hold up like I am until December 13th, but people have already been sowing towards the project. Put it up for me. Already $2,276. That's a, last week it was just $1,200. Amen. Amen. Come on, y'all can be more excited about that. Already another $1,000 has come in. Glory to God. How many of y'all believe it's just going to come in just like that? Be one of the easiest things we ever did in the name of Jesus. All right. Stand up on your feet. Praise God. Amen. If you've given or are giving, we pray over you and your family. We speak the blessing over you. Hold up your hands before God. For those of you that are online, if you've given or are giving, whether it be to this ministry or another, we speak this over you. Father, we pray over every tither or any person giving offerings into Faith Family Church or any other ministry that, that preaches the gospel of Jesus Christ, that you will look down from heaven and bless every single one of us. For those that desire to give, but for whatever reason don't have anything to give, we pray that you'll bring into their hands seed so that they can sow. Because it is more blessed to give than to receive. And we speak now this blessing over each one in Jesus' name. As a pastor and one in spiritual authority, I say over you, may the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob set you up in a good place on high and defend you. May he send you help from the sanctuary. May he support you, refresh you, and strengthen you in the church. He will remember all your offerings and accept your sacrifices. May he grant you according to your heart's desire and may God fulfill all your plans in Jesus' name. Say it out loud. I receive that. I receive it in Jesus' name. Real quick, uh, can uh, anybody, um, uh, we, we want to release our faith this year. Amen. We want to release our faith for this week. Amen. It's working. Praise God. When you claim a certain amount, you know, we've got a sister Karen, wave your hand. She's a hairstylist right here on West, uh, West Little York in Queenston. She does beautiful hair. Amen. You know, she can believe God for, she can claim, you know, two new clients every week. Right. And she can use what I'm about to, to have you speak and, and declare how much money she needs or, 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 or if there's a particular thing. If you need a job, you can use what I'm about to say and release faith as God has taught us. Are you ready to say it? Say it out loud. We believe we receive no less than what we need or want for this week and for this month. Therefore, we claim out of this world system all the money all the money and the resources and we say that it will all manifest within the next few days and the next few weeks devil take your hands off our stuff we bind you in jesus name loose our money and let it go ministering spirits go cause the money to come to us in Jesus' name. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Can y'all sense there's some good things happening at Faith Family Church? Come on, God's doing some good things in your life and in my life. Amen. Can you tell me what's happening? Say it out loud. The blessing, the blessing. 
is manifesting our debt-free lands, our debt-free buildings, and our debt-free houses. How many of y'all know God wants you to live in a debt-free house? He doesn't want you to have to serve him and serve the bank. It doesn't matter if your house is a $100,000 house or a million-dollar house. He wants you to live in a debt-free house. So claim what you want and what you need. We are getting our debt-free houses, our debt-free equipment, and our debt-free furnishings, and our debt-free vehicles. How many of y'all know God wants you to drive debt-free vehicles? Say this out loud. We are getting out and staying out of debt. All of our debts are being reduced and eliminated. I like that t-shirt, man. Get out and stay out of debt. Amen. How many of y'all believe in to get out and stay out of debt? And then last but not least, say this out loud. God is bringing into our hands seed, great, and multiplied seed. Thank you.